Hey guys, welcome back to the Living Yellow podcast. My name is Gabby and I'm your host. If you're new here, um, hi, welcome. So grateful to have you. Can't wait for you to join the Living Yellow family. On this podcast, um, we kind of talk about a lot of different things, but they all relate to kind of how we can change our mindset to have the most happiest life. That wasn't proper grammar, but to have the happiest life possible, no matter the situation. So we talk about a lot of different situations and how they can be applied and how they can and how you can change your mindset so that you can get through it in the happiest way possible, basically. Yeah, we have a lot of we have a lot of fun on this podcast. Glad you're here. Today we're talking I'm starting this series, okay? I don't know how many parts it's going to be, but so far I have notes for two parts, but I know there's going to be more than that, so it's a series called A Letter to My Younger Self, and if you don't know much about me, I'm a 23-year-old, and I feel like I've done a lot of growing and learning. I'm a very reflective person, so I like to reflect on my life a lot and do learning through that, through self-reflection. So I feel like I grew a lot and learned a lot recently, like the past few years. So I feel like um, if you're younger or if you're like older than me or my same age, I feel like this could be beneficial to you because, you know, everybody has a different perspective of life and everybody grows at different rates. So, you know, you could potentially be older than me, but I may have learned things that may help you in your life or a certain situation you're going through. So um, this is a letter to my younger self, but I feel like it could be beneficial to a lot of people. I always think it's really good to hear advice, like life advice from other people because they just, everybody has a different perspective and they learn different things and everyone, you could learn something different from every single person on this planet. So That was my idea behind the series. Um, Like I said, so far I have two parts uh, kind of outlined, um, but there's going to be more, I know for sure. These first two parts kind of take place, I go kind of went back to when I was in like junior high and high school, but the situations I cover, the topics I cover in each can be applied to life outside of um, middle school and high school, but these were where I was kind of struggling the most with these two topics. So today's um, topic is about body image, and then next week is like self-consciousness, um, self-consciousness, self-consciousness, uh, self-conscious, oh my gosh, like having confidence when you're self-conscious um, and going outside your comfort zone. So just a little heads up on that. But today we're talking about body image. I feel like every single girl on this planet has struggled with this at least once, if not for their whole life. It's really a huge problem. It's a societal problem. And I think we're taking tiny steps to make it better in society, but still, it's still a huge problem. So let's that's what we're talking about. If you have any questions or comments, feel, feel free to either DM my personal Instagram, I'll have it linked, or at the Living Yellow podcast, I'll have it linked in the show notes, um, or at Shop Living Yellow, which is my business Instagram, whatever 
wherever you want to contact me, you can do it through there. I'll get it. Um, let's start with our quote of the week. So our quote is from Lacey Green, and it says, Accepting yourself only as long as you look a certain way is not self-love. It is self-destruction. Oh, I feel this one in my heart, in my soul. Like It makes me so sad that probably so many people can relate to this quote because a lot of times we place our value and our worth on our external appearance, whether that be how you look, like your face, um, what color your skin is, what kind of hair you have, or the shape of your body. And that's really what we're focusing around right now because that's where I've struggled the most is with like body image issues. Self-love is loving yourself unconditionally, no matter how you look externally, how productive you are, how successful you are, how much money you have. Self-love is unconditional. It's like God's love. God's love is unconditional. It's not transactional. It doesn't depend on anything. Love is just love and it doesn't get taken away by superficial things such as your looks. And if you have this standard of I'll only love myself and love my body if I look a certain way, that is really, really destructive to your mental health. And, um, you know, that's something that you need to work on because that's not a way to live. So let's get into the, the meat of this podcast, I guess. I don't know if that was the right analogy, whatever. Let's take a little trip down memory lane. Let's take it all the way back to junior high school, the worst time of my life. I hated junior high. Junior high is the worst. Who liked junior high? Oh my gosh. It was so bad. So bad. Um, and I wasn't even like bullied or anything. Like it was just so, uh, I would never want to go back there. Anyway, so I'm in junior high. I'm specifically seventh grade going into eighth grade. So that summer. So I think I was like 13, I think 13, the big teenager birthday. Um, I had a lot of confidence problems all throughout school. I was super shy. I didn't fit in. I was terrified to talk to people. I just felt like I wasn't worthy unless I looked a certain way. Like, I wasn't worthy to have friends, to talk to people, to um, bother them with like what I had to say or what I thought unless I looked a certain way and at this time I was doing competitive cheer and any sort of like female um, more like feminine I want to say sport like dancing gymnastics cheer something like that um, where a very petite and small and like super small but like also like you have abs like that kind of body type like you're strong but like super small and super skinny any type of um sport where that is the ideal body shape is very very dangerous for girls body image and that's what happened to me because with cheer you obviously have flyer flyers so the girls that were on my team like who were flyers were like super tiny in shape just like looked incredible but they were also like like well I guess I was like 13 at this time they were at this time they were like eight like those were the girls that were flying on my team and it sounds so twisted but like those I wanted their bodies you know as like a 13 year old I wanted 
like a little girl body because that what was is what was ideal and like romanticized so much to have this tiny tiny body yeah I didn't feel and and for cheer we wore like sports bras and spandex so like basically naked so it wasn't it, you were very conscious of what your body looked like in relation to everybody else so during this summer I started dieting like not really dieting I learned what calories were and I just started slashing them out of my diet like tremendously um I used to just like eat whatever I wanted I didn't pay attention to the cal calorie and I was never like overweight um I was just like a medium-sized body like throughout my whole life now still I'm medium-sized but once I learned what calories were that was Oh my gosh, so bad. I got became obsessed with it. I lost like 15 pounds in three weeks, which is crazy. But it was just because I was eating like a certain amount and then I'd like literally cut it in half and was eating like half that. And I kept losing weight. It wasn't as drastic as in the first like two to three weeks. Like people noticed like right away it was crazy how much weight I lost in that time. Um and people would notice and then I would continue to lose weight but once you like hit a point to where your body like to where it's going to become malnourishment it's hard to like get past that point because your body obviously wants to hold on to that fat because it's it thinks it's starving um so I never really got underweight um I would like barely eat though I remember I would eat like well, I would skip lunch at school. I wouldn't eat lunch. I would, like, go to the library during lunch. Wouldn't wouldn't eat. And in the morning, I would have, like, a 100-calorie special K-bar for breakfast. Go to school. Wouldn't eat. Then I remember, like, going to the store and finding, like, the lowest-calorie stuff around. And I found this Campbell's chicken noodle soup. It was, like, snack size. It was only 90 calories. And I would eat that for dinner. Um, and then I'd go to cheer for, like, three hours and exercise. So, it was, like, really bad. So, at this time, like, I hadn't gotten my period yet. Like, there was one point where I, like, thought I had gotten it, like, my first period, and then it never came back. Like, I think I, like, had gotten it and then lost it, and that's, like, really common when you restrict what you eat or, like, get to a place where you don't have, um, because if you don't have enough fat on your body to be able to carry like a baby you won't get your period because your body will think you're not fit to be pregnant something like that um so I definitely delayed my period I got my period really really late for like in terms of what normal is for girls and I just remember like I used to like get dizzy and like I loved it it was a feeling that, like, I loved it. Um, oh, I should probably say trigger warning for for anybody who has suffered with, like, an eating disorder or body image issues. Like, definitely trigger warning. Don't listen to this if you get triggered easily. And I'm going to try not to go, like, into detail with stuff. So, but... So that lasted until I was in, like, 10th grade. And then the opposite happened. I started binging um it was almost like like in my head I remember because I had restricted myself for so long I remember like just rebelling and I was like no like 
like, in my head, I would, it was kind of crazy. Like, I don't have voices in my head. I mean, I have my internal voice, but, like, it was definitely at war with itself. Because I'd be like, you can't eat that, you can't eat that. And then, like, this other voice would come up and be like, yes, eat it, eat it, and eat five more. You know, like, if I had a cookie, you can't eat that. This other voice would be like, eat five of them. And so I'd go on these, like, binging sprees. And if you've ever binged food before... It's crazy. I was writing this down, and I haven't done that in, like, years, um, but it used to be so normal to me as I was remembering. You, like, get into a trance. You can't stop. Once you start, you can't stop. You don't think about anything except, like, food, and it's, like, a, a very, like, quick release in um, dopamine, I think, or something like in your brain like when you eat you get this release of this like drug in your brain you just like get happy you know um and so that would happen like almost every day I'd binge I I would like and and it was because I would get so stressed out like you know how if someone has a lot of anxiety they either don't eat because they can't eat they can't think about eating they're so stressed out or they eat to because they're stressed out and when you eat you don't really have time to think you like you know you stress eat so that was definitely the cause of like my binging and so I gained oh my gosh I gained like so much weight and I still like can't get it off like I really messed up my metabolism through all of this disordered eating patterns and then the binging lasted so long it lasted until my junior year of college so um, the restriction, the restricting lasted from 7th to 10th grade, <clears throat> and then the binging lasted from 10th grade in high school to junior year in college. And it was because I kept trying to, I would binge and then I'd restrict and then I'd binge and then I'd restrict. Like, if I just ate a normal full diet, I probably wouldn't have binged as much, but it took a lot of healing and, like I said, my metabolism is so super messed up from that um still to this day I've like gosh I don't know it's crazy it's crazy I really regret that um so that's my story with it I didn't want to go into too much detail but yeah I was in a really dark place back then it was quite scary to be in my mind and the things like I used to have this journal and like a year ago I found it like the things I wrote was like, wow. Look, I just want to give her a hug. I just want to give that girl a hug. But if I could see my younger self in that state right now, this is my advice. I would tell her, you are more than your body. You are no more or less worthy depending on the size of your body. If you were to think about all the people that you love, do you love any of them? because of their body and I heard somebody say that before so those are my words I don't know who said it but I was thinking about that and I was like wow there's not one person in my life that I love and one of the reasons I love them is because of the way they look or because of the size of their body you know and I was like how come I think that other people's love and my self-love should be determined on what I look like and my body size that's just not true so I tell myself that. I would tell myself, no matter what that voice inside your head tells you, you're more than your body. And the value that you have in this world and your worth has nothing to do with the size that you are. It just doesn't. 
There's no meaningful work in this world done that is dependent on your body. The size of your body, I mean. And so I tell myself that. I tell myself that the lower the number on the scale goes, the lower your happiness will go too. Because once you go down that rabbit hole, it becomes an obsession and you can never ever win. And you won't win. Um, luckily, I didn't get too far down the restrictive path. My like eating habits did a full 180 before it got that destructive, but... If I were to stay down that path, like, that obsession is crazy. It just takes a few pounds for you to drop on the scale, for you to get completely obsessed. It becomes your whole life. You don't want to do social things. You don't want to um, be around people who are eating. Like, I would just tell myself, it doesn't bring you happiness. The number on the scale will never, ever bring you happiness. Maybe for, like, a second you lost like two pounds but then right after you want to immediately like the next day you'll expect to lose that much or more and then when you don't it's just this like roller coaster of emotions and it never brings you lasting happiness and you'll never win i'd also tell myself think about how much that your body does for you think about it your body does so much for you it allows you to run on the beach and to swim in a pool or in the ocean and to take walks with your dog and to flip at cheer to do like tumbling moves and to throw people in the air at cheer and to like hike beautiful mountains and see like walk around New York City just so much your body does so much for you it takes care of you every single day don't hate it don't hate it don't tell your body it's not enough when it helps you get to wherever you need to be each and every single day and it never fails you. Don't tell it that it's not enough. Don't tell it that you hate it. Don't stand in front of the mirror, look at yourself and say such nasty things because your body allows you to see so many beautiful things in the world and allows you to do so many cool things in this world. Like, think about it. I would also tell myself the things that you put in your body will determine how you feel. The things that you take in on the inside will determine how you feel. So if you don't put anything into your body, you, you'll feel like nothing. You'll still feel worthless. You'll still feel not good enough. If you put nothing in, you'll feel like nothing. If you put junk in your body, you'll feel like junk. You'll feel disgusting. Like when I would binge, ugh, I would feel so gross afterwards. Like, And then the day after, and it just was the cycle that was just crazy. So nourish your body, give it good food, make it feel good, reward it for all the things that it allows you to do. That's what I would tell myself. One more thing that I'll tell myself is, um, because I still struggle with this, so I'm kind of telling it to myself right now, is that if somebody doesn't like you or love you because of the shape of your body, you know, sometimes I could just be paranoid, but sometimes I feel like people aren't interested in me. Like, I'm talking about guys, mostly. They're probably not interested in me because I'm not a size 2 or a size 0 or I don't have the perfect Victoria's Secret bikini body. Like, that's probably why. And I'll beat myself up about it. Um, and I, like, sometimes think, I'm like, well, you know, so many more people would be, more guys would be interested in me if I looked like this and blah, blah, blah. 
And I have to remind myself, if they don't see that my beauty and my worth and my light that shines with the body I have now, with the body at any size, they're not worthy of receiving my love. They're not worthy of loving me. And it's almost better to not have the perfect body because then you know for sure people aren't aren't loving you because of it. So I tell myself that as well. And that's pretty much all I have today. The next few episodes will be similar. There'll be more stories or more letters to my younger self. I'll start off with a story about my life, kind of my experience with the topic and then I'll go into my advice to myself. I hope that this podcast spoke to you and helped you in some way. Like I said, feel free to reach out to me. I'll leave all the places that you can DM me below. I'd love to hear your feedback or your thoughts or your questions or anything like that. And if you didn't already know, Living Yellow started off as an online shop where I sell art prints, stickers, t-shirts, and sweatshirts and crewnecks with the purpose of inspiring positivity, happiness, and kindness through words and art. So you can check out all the cute little happy stuff I sell at shoplivingyellow.com. Definitely do that. Um, I'm coming out with a bunch of new stuff in the fall. I'm super excited, so stay tuned for that. And also make sure to follow at Shop Living Yellow for daily positivity and inspiration on Instagram. That's my little, like, my main Instagram. I also have at the Living Yellow Podcast on Instagram for all things podcast related. Yeah, I'd love to connect with y'all there. And I'm so grateful for you listening to this episode. So thankful that you are now a part of the Living Yellow family. I'm thankful, grateful for my repeat listeners who are already a part of the Living Yellow family. And I hope that you guys have a great day, a great week, and I'll see you guys next Monday. Bye!